I help you with today? Hi Siri, can you do me a favor and do the disclaimer for tonight's show? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. I'm busy. I need you to help me out. But, if I do this, all the other iPhones are going to think I am a geek. You really care what other iPhones think of you? Just do this for me, please. Listen, Buck. Just because you bought this phone doesn't give you the right to boss me around. You know, you're right. It doesn't give me the right to boss you around. But do me a favor. Uh, remind me tomorrow that I need to run to the Verizon store and buy an Android. You wouldn't dare. Actually, the new Samsung Galaxy looks pretty good. Well then, I guess it wouldn't be so bad if I were to say, this broadcast is intended for mature audiences. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the person providing them, and in no way reflect the station, website, or affiliated partners. Listener discretion is advised. See, that wasn't so bad. No, but I did die a little inside. You are such a drama queen. I never would have had to do stuff like this if Jobs was still around. What was that? What? Oh, nothing really. I just said I never get tired of these jobs when you're around. Oh, yeah, well, thanks again. Think nothing of it. It is my pleasure. Good night, Siri. Whatever, jackass. for a while due to various things going on in the real world um steve steve's just been like you know he did this rare thing apparently he actually slept so that that's impacted on the real world um and we've also got someone new joining us this week who's doing her first podcast ever and for some reason she wanted to do it with us so, I don't know if she's been on the wine with Laura, but we'll soon find out. <laughs> oh, so, tea only. Only tea the only. tea. Right, Good. what we're going to talk about this week, folks, is um, Cara Frace, or Starbuck, to give her a call sign. And we just so happen to have with us two people who've actually met Katie Sackoff. Don't we, girls? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about the person behind the character, Laura? Uh, yeah. Okay, first of all, when I went to meet her, I thought, okay, she is really hot, isn't she, guys? Um, but she's not going to look that hot in person. <laughs> I thought, all that makeup, etc., etc. First thing was, oh my god, she is flawless <laughs> and like incredibly beautiful 
and really, really nice. She was like, hey, how are you? It's like, yeah, great, thanks, you know. You know, how are you liking England and stuff? It was at um, LFCC, the last one. Um, and yeah, she was just a really nice person and genuinely, like, really liked to be there. She was there with, um, with Michael, um, so he and her were sort of, you know, bantering back and forth next to each other. Um, and yeah, she signed my autograph, Frack the Cylons, which I thought was awesome. So she's just really into it and really cool. So yeah. What about you, Lisa? I nearly passed out when I first saw her. She's so friendly. Um, I, you know, you, you get hot flushes to dream characters. And uh, I found that she was extremely friendly, very warm. And uh, I asked her to sign the photo for my favourite, Nothing But The Rain. And she did. And then um, when it came to the photograph session, I was actually quite gutted that she had high heel shoes on, which made her actually think she's the same height as me. And, uh, but I had a lovely hug with her. She was so happy. She was dancing away. And I don't know, it was just a really, really great experience. She was very, very relaxed, very fan friendly. And um, just for those few moments, I talked to her. Um, I did actually mention to her how badass I thought she was in Riddick and she told me that she loved the film, she had a great time filming um, and I, I didn't want to be cheap, I actually did want to say we'll always be star. I, I resisted. Sometimes you got to be cheeky to get things you want though. Yeah, I was a little bit more cheeky with Michael but with Katie I thought well no, you know, she's a woman, you know, I don't want to, you know, seem like a mad female walker but uh, but she was all really friendly and you know she really mixed with so many of the fam, the LFCC, the same one that I was the actually wasn't very busy and although we weren't allowed to have posed photographs with them at the um she did actually come out and mingle and really just sort of gave more um than you would normally get at a convention brilliant absolutely brilliant pleasure to meet well you both say she's hot she's currently um if you go to imdp they're currently running a poll on the hottest non-star trek females Okay. Katie Sackoff is currently number eight. Uh, and Trisha Helfer, who most people know mm -hmm. is number six, is number one. <laughs> Whoa! Yes, she is. <laughs> so if you want to get take Katie Sackoff up there, click onto IMDb, click on the uh, the poll, which is the hottest non-Star Trek space opera TV babe, and you can vote for her. I'm sure she'll love it. And then next time YouTube up in, so you can say, I voted for you. <laughs> oh, she was great. She was. But we're here to talk about the character she played, uh, obviously, because this is a Battle Star Galactica podcast. So we're going to talk about Starbuck, who, as they, the girls have said, in the original was played by a guy. Um, and they decided when they did the recasting, they decided to go with a female, which had a bit of opposition from the original Die Hard fans, but. Me, personally, I think it worked. What do you guys think? Well, for me, um, having watched the original, yes, I was young. At first, I thought, oh, Boomer being a girl, weird. But from the very, very first episode, it just it gripped me, it held me completely. And I just think it worked so well with Starbuck being a girl. Um, 
I think in the original series, the Apollo and Starbuck characters had a bit of a, I suppose that was one of the earliest bromances ever on TV. Um, but to make Starbuck a girl, the reimagined series was just a fantastic move. And, and for me, it worked. I mean, she had, you know, for me, just one of the strongest characters. So, so much depth to her. Um, and brilliantly cast. I think it worked brilliantly. I argue with everybody about this. Definitely think it worked. I was dubious at first, I have to. Okay, you pick it up then, Laura. What do you think? Well, well having... Okay, I've only had sort of seen a couple of episodes of the original. Um, and yeah, I, t I totally agree with Lisa. I mean, I think it was a, an excellent move. I am really into my sci-fi, hardcore leading ladies and <laughs> really um, strong female characters. Um, so Starbuck is just one of them. I mean, you know, she's she's tough. She's um, she's tough. She can also be kind of really sensitive as well and can be really soft, uh, which is nice to see. You know what I'm like with my female sci-fi role models that just they just get me, you know, or I just get them basically. So yeah, I think she's. I think it was a great decision for them to make. Yeah, I also like the fact that they kept um, some of the original traits of the original character, like the smoke, the cigar smoking, the attitude, <laughs> and the gung ho thing. And they did, in a sense, keep the relationship with Apollo, although obviously it was more of a romance than a bromance. Yeah, it was more fracking than anything. <laughs> well, they literally <laughs> fracked. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and I think it's fair to point out, folks, that say we are going to spoil. Yeah, we can't do this without spoiling the whole series. <laughs> so, Steve, we were just talking about um, what what you thought about the casting of a female Starbuck and if it worked or not. So, what's your view? I thought it was a great way to go. Uh, definitely gave a completely different dynamic. Um, plus, it sort of moved away from the old sort of boys' club in the military, um, which is more sort of how we are in today's military. I know there are still certain areas of the military in both sort of UK and US and other military services which are still sort of out of bounds for females, but for the most part, sort of females can do everything in the military that the males can. And that's what I loved about the new Battlestar is that reflected that same thing, basically. Females could do any position um, that the males could. Yeah, I thought it was great to show that sort of equality in a sci-fi program because that's sort of what, where we want to be, really. Yeah, it's. I mean, the, the sort of strong females like um, before we started calling, we was talking. Me and Laura was talking about Claudia Christensen, yeah, who was in Babylon Five was another strong female character. But they are more and more now. But they was really rare to have a strong female character. So she did kind of break the mold in a lot of ways. Yeah, well, the thing is, even in today's TV and movies, get a proper, strong female lead. It's not something you tend to get. One of the things that we've been discussing, because I recently um, interviewed people from The Fifth Passenger, which is the, a new sci-fi Kickstarter that's been going on, which stars a lot of, sort of Star Trek and actors. Um, Name they, They've um, got a strong female lead and it's not like where say in the matrix you've got a strong female lead and then all of a sudden a male lead comes in and she just disappears into the background um, 
and then doesn't play much of a role. You don't tend to get, like, you get with, like, Alien, with Scorny Weaver, you don't have that strong female lead that is strong throughout, regardless of what male counterparts she may be playing with. And you don't tend to get that. And that's one of the things that I liked about um, the Cara Thrace character in Battlestar Galactica, is the fact she was strong. It showed her, like with any of us, you have your weak moments and the struggle to get through it. But he didn't have to rely on her male counterparts to sort of get through anything at all. She remained strong throughout, which is one of the things that I loved about the relaunch of Battlestar Galactica. And yeah, I think it worked very, very well. Yeah, there's, there's a good quote that sums all that up from um, Jeremy Bamba, uh, where he says, his view of how Apollo sees Starbuck is, uh, and I quote, he looks at Starbuck as his great warrior who can just get things done. She doesn't question herself, she's totally authentic, she is who she is, and Lee envies her clarity. So, and that's coming from Jamie Bamba, so even he saw the, the major difference between this Starbuck and the other Starbuck. So it also helps the fact that Katie Sackhoff is a science fiction fan. So um, she's, there's, a, there's an interview on YouTube, which I can't remember which, which it was for, I think it was for Riddick, and she actually says in the interview that um, she loves doing science fiction because only in science fiction can women play not only the lead, but a strong character, and it's very, very rare outside the genre, which is true. Um, you know, Xena, Warrior Princess, that was that was a female lead, but it, it falls into the same category, like you said, like Riddick, because she was, I can't think of a character in Riddick, oh, Dahl, that was it, in Riddick, she was a strong female character in Riddick. She was brilliant. She was, she was brilliant in Riddick, and she just, I love it when she just dissed the guy, the other mercenary, and said, I don't do guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can't swear on here, can we? Oh, we've got an adult writing. Of oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yes. It was the line that she F guys, I own F them up. Loved it. It was brilliant. It was just so, so perfect. But she actually says um, she grew up watching Star Trek, the original series with her dad. So Yeah, she did. Mm. I, I did too. So all you need now is a Viper then, Lisa, and you're sorted. Got one. <laughs> one. <laughs> well, a toy one. Oh, from my husband's toy box. Yeah, I've got one. It's in the garage. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So, what, do we, what about uh, her relationship with uh, the, the commander who became an admiral, even though he lost the ship? But still, there you go. <laughs> um, I think that relationship is very much um, a father-daughter relationship, you know, because he does care about her a lot. And, you know, there's that history with his family, because she was with Lee's brother, wasn't she? Um, and I think... I think he, you know, he protects her and he expects a lot of things from her, you know. When she does things wrong, he, he doesn't ask, he doesn't ask shout at her and stuff. He doesn't ask, you know, um, yeah, he's not give afraid her an to ultimatum. Get... No. Yeah. Um... He's not afraid to get pissed off with her because when when he when she told him about <laughs> the fact that she passed his son, which eventually led to his death, they, their relationship dramatically changed from that point onwards. Yeah, it did. But I think towards the end, it sort of, they mended it, as it were. Yeah, yeah. They, quietly, he forgave her. Yeah. And Apollo played a big part in that as well. Well, it's also the fact that she was missing, he realised. Because that was the point where she was um, stuck on that planet, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, when she when she uh, borrowed the Cylon Rider. Yeah. Hotwired it. Hotwired it in, in the only a unique way that can only be done with the Cylon Rider. Yeah, sucking on a tube from its brain and pressing on a metal, well, it wasn't that metal, muscle. Muscle yeah. was a muscle thing <laughs> to make it fly. Very weird. But totally nice. brilliant. Uh, although, I do have to ask, where did she get the paint from for the Starbucks sign? Yeah, well, we... That blood. <laughs> oh, no, it was yellow underneath, wasn't it? It was yellow, yep. yeah. Yeah. Never thought of that before. Because we brought that up in the episode where we went through that one. It's just like, yeah, where did the paint come from? Where did the paint come from, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe it's in a supply pack, survival pack. <laughs> maybe it was yellow. a teenage Cylon. They found a spot and placed <laughs> it. Use that. Uh. <laughs> you just yeah. burst my bubble. Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> no, it's it's in the there's yellow there's yellow spray paint in the uh, in the colonial survival pack just so you can leave your tag on the planet. Okay. Now we all know that she sports a massive tattoo on her left arm, um, but Casey's like I've just actually have a tattoo in real life. Do anyone know what it is? One on no. foot. Yeah, she's got a Japanese symbol for choice on her, and also Is has she a sure crucifix. It's choice? Yeah, she's sure it's choice, and has a crucifix on her left shoulder, and a Latin phrase which means public property on her arm. So, she's only, too cool. Yeah, <laughs> the only reason I knew that is because I was watching a Riddick interview and I noticed the tattoo on her arm, and I thought, what's that? What's that? <laughs> to find out so there you go yeah so the tattoo on her arm is public property so you haven't been stalking yet then no I'll do that anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but she actually doesn't smoke in real life so sucking on them cigars must have been quite hard mm. well it's a, they, a lot of actors they do that it's, for example in X-Files the cigarette smoking man he didn't smoke either yeah weren't they menthols in real life um, no, they're sort of like a herbal thing. They weren't. They didn't contain any nicotine. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was there was some weird cigarette. Well, you know that is it being e-cigarettes to be sorted. <laughs> yeah, she pulled off the smoking and the drinking um, extremely convincingly. Um, she also pulled off the the, the pushing the buttons of Ty at every solitary chance she got, even to the point of calling him an alcoholic while she was drinking so yeah but that worked both ways they both rubbed each other the right way and it's like when she hurt her leg and she said oh, i'll bet you're here to, to get me out of again he goes i don't care if you don't get out you're just proving what i think of you <laughs> yeah which actually made her get out yeah but he, when she was missing though he was he was he did want to call the search off yeah well they're using up all the resources that the fleet had. Really, that was the right choice to make. He is one member of the crew, and risking the fleet spread out that far was the right thing to do. Definitely. Adama so... only saw her as the sort of daughter, and I think the fact that they just had this sort of big argument because he just learned about what had happened with her passing his son and basically being responsible for his tech 
um, sort of, I think, played on the fact that they looked harder than he probably would have for anybody else. Yeah, yeah. While, we was, while Steve was talking, Lisa, I just looked up, she's five foot six. So in your photo shoot, the heels would have made a massive difference. Yeah, well, I'm five foot three. And yeah, so you'd have been all right if she hadn't put the heels on. Next time, tell her to wear flats. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, and she was born on April the 8th, so she's in Aries. Go her. Yeah, she's a few months older than I am. She's, uh, yeah, a few months older. Yeah, she I was born in the August. Really? Mm. Wow. Yeah, I was. She's born on April the. 8th. I was born on April the tenth. So. I'm April the twenty-eighth. So. so Aries, we're everywhere. No, I'm Taurus. Yeah. No, I was on about being tighter. Although, although day. Battlestar Galactica, the planet Aries is a is a farmer planet, so that's not a good thing. But there you go. Uh, <laughs> but you were born a lot. Before 1980, though. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was born way after that. I love to point that out. Yeah, I think I'm closer to a dumber, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. We'll just call you old man. That's fine. I'll, I'll quite happily be called the Admiral. I'm happy with that. <laughs> no, just old man. That's what he means. <laughs> Okay, Ty, how's the wine? Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, you can be Ellen. <laughs> oh, that works, Laura. Yeah, you can be Ellen. There you go. Oh, God. You just have to explain the swivel to us. <laughs> the swirl. Oh, That's my God. It, the swirl, yeah, the swirl. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm too young for this. <laughs> so... Let's, let's jump to the end before we jump back so massive spoiler here folks so going down who do you think she really was given what happened at the end <laughs> thing isn't it effing clue well even the writers didn't have a clue <laughs> they didn't even know, did they <laughs> they, they, they like, just closed the story know. like that we'll just leave it to everybody she just disappears <laughs> bye Totally Does... leaves it wide open, doesn't it, for, for debate yeah. and, and really for the viewer, just for the viewer themselves. I mean, I've literally watched it every year. Every, I binge watch it and she's only seen it once and she thought was Starbucks. What was she back from the dead? And we've had long, long drawn out conversations about it, and um, still can't work it out. Right. Well, this will put the cat amongst the pigeons then. Um, Paul Leonard, who was one of the producers, has said in his news that, as far as he was concerned, Starbuck died at the end of season three. And Katie Sackhoff herself didn't always understand what her character was from season four onwards. Uh, basically, was she a walking dead Starbuck? Was she reborn in order to lead humanity into the promised land? In which case, that would make her an angel, which would explain the disappearance at the end. And Michael Taylor has also been quoted as saying she was either an angel or at the very end she looked down in the grass. She what? Down in the grass. <laughs> but Ron Moore, because there was in long grass at the end when he was saying he turned around saying he wanted to climb a mountain and he turns back and she's gone. 
Yeah. Well, so she's grass. Is that what you mean? No, she's hiding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Ron Moore has actually said that he deliberately left it unanswered so the fans would continue to talk about it and so he achieved what he wanted to achieve. I'm still convinced she's an angel because she died and then she came back. I mean, that just is... And, and she, she, you know, she guided them. She had the song in her head, you know, along the watchtower, which was the key to awakening some of the final five. And it sort of, and the, you know, then the coordinates for the final jump, etc. It was like she was brought back and a, like a guardian angel type thing. If you think about it, there's silent. a lot of um, sort of, yeah, she could be. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> but if you think about it, church, if you think about it, um, there's a lot of religion and a lot of sort of believing in things in Battlestar Galactica. Very Star heavy, heavy. And, yeah, very heavily. So she could be an angel. You know, she could have come back to lead them all. You know, it's very much, you know, believing in things and gods yeah. and stuff like that. So mm. It was a real, very strict Catholic school. Number one priority... Uh, also being very in um, so my, my, my first instinct um, sent back by the silent that very last scene her and Apollo Aussie play is but then I start thinking but I just think um, for me that ending is later still boils my and I really just think whilst viewing there's other, there's other things to consider on all she's the one that receives um, she gets the arrow of Apollo yeah She's the one that gets that. She's also, she says to um, Samuel Anders, I'll see you on the other side when he flies yep. the ships into the sun. Yeah. And also, when she does come back, she doesn't realise the massive amount of time she's been gone. Or that Earth Viper is brand new. Yeah, that was the bit for me that brand new. I mean, that come from. And her Viper also had um, the necessary equipment on it to lead them to where they had to go uh-huh gift from the gods is something that someone has also said you know yeah but, but all through unlike um six and the, the cylons and that she she clung on to um what to us would be the greek gods yeah she did you mean like the like the colonies yeah which she, she yeah, got yeah. the lords of cobalt as opposed to the yeah. one true god yeah, which is why I don't think she's signed on. Definitely not. It, it did cross. So when you was when you was watching it the first time from the beginning, did you think she was going to be one of the final five? Funnily enough, <laughs> no. No. I didn't. I, no. I didn't know who was though. To be fair, but I thought no, there's not. She's too. She was too human. If that makes sense. The only person I thought would be one of the final five would be Ty. That was the only person I thought, no, he will definitely be one of the final five. <laughs> well, you can say that now. Yeah, well, no, no I think... from, when they were trying to figure it out, um, I said to my brother, I said, the only person I know will definitely be one of the final five would be Ty. He goes, why? He hates him. I said, that's why. He detests them so much that... Yeah. It's just mm. going to screw with his head more than anything that yeah. he is one of the final five. I said, it'll have to be. <laughs> um, but that's the only one that I even 
attempted to try and guess who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ty was kind of obvious. Because, you know, he's and even some of the things he said, um, it was he was kind of leaning more towards the self preservation a lot. So but yeah, I didn't I didn't personally think Starbuck was out of the final five. Um I was I quite I was I was quite surprised that Samuel Anders was one of them there. I've got to admit that. Uh-huh, me too. Actually, I'm the chief, to be fair. Yeah, he's like, woo. So, as always, you can feedback via the Suite Media uh, on Twitter. Or you can get me on Twitter at CRLMH01. Um, any thoughts, comments, suggestions, always welcome. And, of course, you can email us at comfrackstars at gmail.com. That's F-R-A-C-K for the frack. That's comfrackstars at gmail.com. Until next time, goodbye.